You're listening to the Rad Podcast. Explore wealth. Different model, a different way, different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Parts of the country, twenty four seven, seven days a week. I was just done with the gurus. If somebody gives me thirty to fifty thousand dollars, that should be a lifetime relationship for Podcast Nation. Because if you give me that kind of money, I have an obligation, in my opinion, a responsibility to see you succeed. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Dutch, uh, it's got butterflies, man. It's been a minute since I've been up here. Uh, I'm going to get off the stage then and let Why? you have your butterflies. No, <laughs> now, now I'm going to stand back here and just shoot questions at you. No problem. Is, is this on? Just to uh, make sure. Awesome. So uh, as I just said a split second ago, and everybody knows this, uh, COVID's definitely thrown a curveball at every single person here. Uh, especially the IRA club. Um, I'm not going to even talk about myself. I'm just going to quickly tell you I am the vice president of IRA club. Uh, I've been with the company for seven years, but came on board full time. Um, My hospitality, believe it or not, is uh, I'm sorry, my background better yet is hospitality. And um, as you can tell, uh, tell the butterflies are still there. Um, And I'm just as shy as this gentleman in the front row. Very animated when I talk. I, uh, uh, um, I will throw in a swear word, so I do, if I do offend anybody, it's just because I'm passionate the way I talk. And I just, just like Dutch, preach education. I'm not here to pitch any type of product to you. All I'm trying to do is open doors and opportunities okay, through education. Um, I will uh, talk about how I met um, Dutch and his team, Rad, and how amazing uh, this this group has been to work with. And if it's okay with you guys, I actually like walking amongst the, amongst the crowd because these lights are actually quite blinding. So uh, IRA Club, um, as part of uh, a vi- a vice president of IRA Club, one of the things I do handle is business development. IRA Club's been around since 2008, almost 15 years. We have a little over 12,000 IRA Club members where we've opened funded and they've invested with IRA Club. We manage just under a billion dollars. And in its 15 year tender, we have uh, dealt with just a little over $11 billion of funds that have actually gone through our trust company. So uh, COVID, back to COVID and how we met RAD Diversified. IRA Club gets approached every single day by such companies looking for capital, whether it's a syndication, a fund, uh, someone who's a real estate broker. um, And what ends up happening is they have to go through me. And you should hear some of the things I I, I hear, seriously, on on a day in, day out basis. Oh my God, I got this great investment opportunity. It's giving me somewhere between 15 to 20% returns on investment. Some guys throw some of these crazy numbers like 25, 30. Ha, prove it. The reason why they're doing this is because they want access to what? The 12,000 IRA club members that are looking, looking for uh, uh, an investment opportunity. And I was introduced to Rad Diversified, believe it or not, from IRA club members. When IRA club first came about, 98% of our clientele base was all accredited investors. It is extremely, extremely hard to find a reggae. Uh, Most people don't realize what you have to go through in order to get a reggae. You gotta go through tooth and comb. The SEC does not mess around with reggaes because you're not dealing with accredited investors, you're dealing with non-accredited investors. You're dealing with the average American. So when our senior client relations manager, Kasia Macek, Goes to me, Ram is uh, a couple of IRA club members actually invested with a company called Rad. Do you want to take a look into it? I said, no, not really. <laughs> I'm like, I got 15 other phone calls with 15 other companies. And two months goes by, another gentleman invests with Rad Diversified, an IRA club member. About another month and a half, his wife did. And I'm just like, Jesus. Okay, that doesn't happen quite often. We're within a six-month span, our IRA club members are investing with a company that I never heard of. And on top of that, it's a reggae. Why am I bringing up the reggae again? Everything has shifted, and that's because of the pandemic. The reason why I bring this up again is the numbers changed. IRA club members show me and tell me how it's changed by the way what? They invest. I see the movements. What's hot? What isn't hot? 
the stock market was on fire, you know, in early, uh, uh, tw- sec- sorry, second quarter of 2020. It's not that it was on fire. It's because the government dumped $9 trillion into the economy. That's the reason why it was on fire. Now, Dutch, and, I'll br- and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but one powerful advantage that I have is these companies cannot lie to me. Whatever it is that they say, these numbers that they throw at me, I could see everything on the back end. Me personally, I can't. But my trust officer can. And my trust officer just so happens to be my wife. (laughs) She actually started the company with Dennis Blitz uh, roughly 12 years ago. That is how I got introduced to self-directing. I figured, Jesus Christ, what am I doing Wrong. I always used to think about the here and now. I never used to think about the future. I never used to think about how am I going to take care of my family. God bless. I do okay. Real estate. I own four restaurants in the city of Chicago. First time to have a restaurant. Um, but I actually started selling some of them off, here nor there. Um, and what I thought to myself was, Vanessa, can you pull up the numbers for me for Rad Diversified, the four clients that invested? My jaw dropped. And I figured to myself, I gotta meet this man. I gotta, me- I gotta know who Rad Diversified is. So I reached out to, not Dutch, Amy. Amy thought I was an investor because I was talking to her like an investor. I didn't want her to know who I was. And then when I told her who I was, she goes, you need to meet Dutch. And me and Dutch hit it off. And one of the things that I loved about Dutch, he preaches education the way IRA Club preaches education first and foremost. That is what set me apart. The way he talks about and the way he brings in his inner circle. And, I'm, and that's what, honestly, I want to give him and his team a round of applause for that. Because you guys don't understand, so many companies don't do what he does. And when he asked me to speak here today, I actually got butterflies because I've done over 200 podcasts and webinars, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm so sick of this. I want to I go back to this, this interaction, you guys laughing, smiling. That's how I know I'm resonating with you guys, all right? The one thing that IRA Club can't do is choose the investment for the investor. That is the only thing that I can't do. It defeats the purpose of what a self-directed IRA account is all about. Agenda, we already talked about the intro. Uh, Ramez, I don't know why my mom was thinking when she named me, um, to be honest with you. Uh, um, it is a Lebanese Jordanian name, and that's all I really know about my name, Ramez. And it means prince, for whatever reason or another. Um, what I do want to talk about is the history of IRAs, how they came to fruition, what we're facing, present, past, and future. Um, who's in the driver's seat? Understanding artificial restrictions within our industry. Types of IRA accounts, the benefits, breaking down fee structures, because that's really important. And I do want you guys to understand that. And then lastly, tips, tricks, and strategies, and then our process amongst Red Diversified and IRA Club and what really sets us apart. Um, Show of hands, how many people ever have a retirement account? Jesus, proud of you, I'm gonna give you guys a clap. How many have heard of a self-directed IRA? All right, I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But how many people really understand it? The ins and outs, the prohibited transactions. Here you go, here's the mic. (laughs) Um, I'm done, Uh, shy one. Um, But the way that I got introduced uh, to IRA Club was Dennis Blitz, president of IRA Club. He, uh, I sat where you guys sat one day, right? I was 28, 29 years old. And I was at a live event just like this, and Dennis pitched this. And what I quickly realized is we're in trouble. And savvy investors such as yourself not only look at their personal funds, but they should also be looking at their retirement funds. But for some reason or another, and I can't for the life of me, and it's very mind-boggling, is, and I understand there's a connection, but people tend to be more attached to their retirement funds because it's their nest egg. All right, that is the reason why we, doing, we go into such great detail to educate, first and foremost. The next thing that we do is, 
is we, um, the administration side. And I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later about the process. We do all the work for you, right? We go out and we get the funds, we cross all the T's, we dot all the I's, we are a full administrator. But back to the history of the IRA, also sorry, known as the Individual Retirement Account, established in 1974 by Congress, was really, back then, it, was, it really came from the Treasury Department. Out of all the departments um, that really do care about the American people, I will tell you, Dennis Blitz, president of IRA Club, would always say this to me, the Treasury Department probably is the one that really does care about the American folk. The past, what if I told you this last year, we uh, the United States government has actually shelled out $2.15 trillion in Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. 2.15, that's not sustainable. But the reasons why the IRA was first established was really to address pensions, pensions, because they knew back then that companies started offering them. Not too many companies today offer a pension. Why is that? We're living until almost 80 years old. Addressing the present, do you know that the average person inside the retirement account, 401Ks, 403Bs, 457s, TSPs, HSAs, all qualified retirement accounts, only has $38,000. We're in trouble. We're in great trouble. The reason why I bring that up to you, and obviously the, the, the brackets go up once you go to 30, once you go to 40, once you go to 50, but even at, at 55, it's 170,000. What is 170,000? It's nothing. We need to address this because $1,500 is not gonna cut it. If you think that you could live off of $1,500, something, I wanna, I wanna applaud you again, because I can't, uh, not the way that I live. 1935, there were 22 to 24 workers for every one retiree. Today, that's two to one. That's because it, when it was first established in 1935, the average person only lived until 58. You never even qualified. It doesn't matter. You before, I'm sorry, by the time you qualified, you died. That was the truth. Now, they're saying that's going to be, the ratio by 2030 is going to be one to one. And 28% of people over the age of 55 don't even have a retirement account. Millennials haven't even started, 42% of them. Okay? And people still take care of their folks about 32% still take care of their folks. So that's a heavy tax, a heavy burden. Now, that's the past and the future. Now we gotta address what's coming our way and is already here. Inflation, taxes. Biden's made it very clear. Taxes, they're coming. They're on the rise. He's made it. For the first time ever, the Treasury Department and Congress are in full support of each other. And that's because they have no choice. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rad Podcast. I'm pretty sure everyone saw the report last month. 2021, 7%. 7%. Because $13 trillion has been printed just within the first two years of 2020 and 2021. The total cost of every U.S. war was less. It was just under $11 trillion. You're trying to tell me all of the money that we printed, all the wars that we've had since 1812 until now was less than what we just printed out in 24 months? That's a staggering number. Now the Freds are talking about increasing the rates three to four times. My personal opinion, too little, too late. Too little to every economist that I actually speak to on a day-in, day-out basis, that Dennis speaks to on a day-in, day-out basis, they think that 7% is a really conservative. That's on the low end. 7% is, I'm thinking it's more like 10, 12. And here's the thing. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Inflation's not going anywhere. For the next two to three to potentially four years, it's not gonna go anywhere, so why am I saying this to you? You have to stay ahead of it. The whole mindset of the set it and forget it that we've been used to and accustomed to throughout the last 10 to 12, 10 to, sorry, 10 to 15 years 
of the norm, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs, because that's where most Americans do keep their funds, is within the market. And it's not that they want to, it's because that's how the, the 401k is contracted to the, uh, to the actual company. So um, that mindset needs to change. And how do you change it? Investing in the alternative space. That's the best way to protect yourself against inflation. It works in your favor when you invest in the alternative space. Real estate, land, syndications, promissory notes, crypto, anything that you want, even though crypto's, you know, Jesus, my portfolio, um, has taken a drastic dive. But that is the reason why I tell you this. And the best ways to do it is through a self-directed IRA. Okay? Um, the pandemic with all its negatives, has given a positive. Over 60% of Americans actually qualify for uh, a self-directed IRA because a lot of people were furloughed, lost their jobs, companies went under. So you ultimately have to do one of two things. Roll over your 401k to your current employer, which I hope to God that, you know, we, we, we hear it on a day-in, day-out basis that that's what a lot of people did because you, have, you no longer have control. And that's the name of the game, control. That's what a solo 401, I'm sorry, that is what a, yes, a solo 401k, but also an IRA allows you to do, is have control over your retirement. So quickly, I do wanna bring one thing to your attention. <clears throat> this tax storm that we're heading into and what we need to do is face as Americans and savvy investors is it's gonna be addressing you guys us, the people sitting in this room, corporations and the individual investors. And in particular, the House and, Way, uh, the House and Ways, uh, I'm sorry, the Ways and Means Committee <coughs> has actually needs to come up with three and a half trillion, sorry, three and a half trillion dollars. Three and a half trillion dollars. How are they gonna do so? Do you think they're gonna take it out on the average American or are they going to go after corporate American investors? It's you, again. It's everybody sitting in this room. Everything is going up across the board, but one thing that I forgot to mention is the 1031 exchange and the capital gains tax. The 1031, it hasn't passed quite yet. Um, they're talking about capping it off at a half a million dollars. And the capital gains tax to go from 20% to 25%. Again, the people sitting in this room. This is where most of the focus is gonna be, the tax hikes. People who have net worths of over uh, $400,000. So right now, currently, if you're making 514, that's going to drop down to 400. They want to increase the maximum tax rate to 39.6%. They want to bring back the net income investment tax to 3.8%, which was actually uh, Trump got rid of, but was part of the Biden. I'm so sorry, the Obama administration. And state income tax. I threw in that number 5% only because I know some of you live in California. We know it's the 13% and some change. I live in the great state of Illinois. That's where IRA Club is located. That's 7%. Some people live in Texas and some people live in Florida. I just took the average of 5%. But think about that. For every $100,000 that you make, they're taking 600. I'm so sorry. You're making 60% of that. So 60,000 60, is what they're taking you're walking away with 40 for every 100,000 you make. That's a scary number. So what do a lot of uh, uh, our clients do is they try to put as much money into tax-free vehicles, such as a self-directed IRA, such as a solo 401k, HSAs, one of the most powerful tools in my personal opinion. But this is the question that every IRA club member and everybody sitting in this room asks us. How do you get rid of this man? How do you get rid of Uncle Sam? The gift. Dennis Blitz refers it to it as a gift, and one of the most underutilized gifts is called a self-directed IRA. And here's the funny thing. A self-direction is just a marketing term that we use within our industry. Every single retirement account is self-directed. You chose to open up your 401k employer's plan. The only difference is, or your 403b or 457, the only difference is you're tied into that 
companies, the brokerage firm, the traditional forms of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. That's what you're allowed to do within that bracket. You can't look at the, uh, uh, a house on 123 Green Street or a REIT or a syndication. The two most common are the Roth and the, tra and the traditional. All of these retirement accounts, by the way, are governed by the same set of rules and regulations. It's only 90%, by the way, I should backtrack and say 90%. That 10% is the differences between the Roth and the traditional. When do you pay the taxes? That's it. There's no other way around it. So with a traditional, you take the tax deduction up front, and then you use that money to invest. Roth, you pay the taxes up front, and everything moving forward is tax-free for the rest of your life. The RMD is a traditional, which is a required minimum distribution. That's when the funds have to come out of your IRA. At some point, the IRS wants their money. <laughs> Whether it's in the beginning or at the end, they want their money. So my recommendation to you is always the Roth IRA. But explain to me what's wrong with this picture. <coughs> There's 60, just, uh, and the, actually that number has changed a little bit because the true numbers haven't come out. There's roughly about 60 million IRA accounts. It's a little bit more now. Of which 57.1 million have a million dollars or less. The 1.4 have a million dollars or more. My question to you is, what is the 57.1 million doing wrong that the 1.4 million are doing right? They're self-directing their funds. That's it. They're looking at the alternative space. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's the difference. So the, the motto is you cannot invest, I'm sorry, you must invest your way to retirement. You cannot save your way to retirement. It just doesn't work because clearly that doesn't work. If I just told you $150,000 is what the average person has at the age of 55. Here are the true benefits to a self-directed IRA. Take back control. That's it. Take back control to invest in what you know and understand best. Because I can't choose the investment for you, the only piece of advice I would ever give somebody at the IRA club is just stick to what you know and understand. I'm assuming everybody in this room understands real estate. I personally do not understand anything about oil and gas. I will never invest in oil and gas. So that is the main reason why I would tell you a lot of people self-direct is to diversify outside of the norm, outside of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. I have nothing against the market. Trust me, I made a lot of money in the market. But the market right now is working against you. If you know that taxes are on the rise, inflation is on the rise, everything that I just showed you, all the issues and problems that this government has, do you think it's sustainable? No, it's not. The icing on the cake, as I mentioned, are the tax savings and the fees. And the fees are what I want to talk about a little bit later. Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, TD Ameritrade, they hate me. They hate me with a passion. And they hate me because of the fee structures. That's why they're in the driver's seat. 97% of Americans hold their funds in three places. Banks, insurance companies, and traditional brokerage firms. With banks, they were the first to capitalize with a CD. I looked it up actually last month. Goldman and Sachs was offering the best CD at 9%, at 0.55%. If any one of you do that, I'm going to throw this at your head. <laughs> that is the reason why nobody should ever think about doing something like that. Even your kids, and I'll bring that up later also. Second, insurance companies, in particular, it's annuities. I don't have anything against annuities per se, okay? I, I will tell you this a lot. We've seen a huge influx last year. An additional $255 billion went towards insurance companies because people that were under the age of 59 and a half and that couldn't grab their funds from their current employer's plans, you have the availabil availability to roll that over into an annuity, penalty-free. So the problem is... If you look up, and you could Google this yourself, what are the returns on investment? Four to five percent. Uh, Rad Diversified 
It's guaranteeing 5%. And you still have full control. I'll just drop the mic on that one and leave it alone. I'll leave that up to you. Um, traditional brokerage firms. I just mentioned Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, and TD Ameritrade. They are the four horsemen in our industry. They started everything. Their product was the mutual fund. And in particular, the 401k, 403b, 457. And they would walk into the employer's plan and they would say something as simple as this. You don't have to deal with it. We'll do all the work for you. Don't worry about it. Just get your, get your employees to jump on board. Don't you care about your employees? These are the things they used to say to them. But if we take a look, the last 15 to 20 years, 10, 15, 20 years, what is the average return on investment? About 8%. I just told you that inflation's at 7% and it works against you. Right? You're breaking out even. That's your best case scenario. Does anybody think in this room there's gonna be a market correction? Show of hands this year. I shrug my shoulder. And I leave it up to you to decide what you think is best for your future, for your retirement account. And it's addressing these types of issues, the things that I hear on a day-in, day-out basis. It's the lack of knowledge. Nobody, and I, I, I kind of get the feeling in this room, you guys are savvy investors. You guys get it. So educating yourself, but understanding prohibited transactions, understanding there's other things that you need to be weary of, and that's what the IRA club actually does on your behalf. Am I too old to get started? I kind of laugh when I, somebody tells me this. I just told you the average American lives until 80. When are you too old to give Uncle Sam the middle finger until you get the hell out of my face? Right? So you're never too old, and there's another shocking stat that I want everybody to know. Assuming you don't smoke, drink, and you exercise regularly, which I do none of those, uh, as you could tell, clearly. Um, the average person lives uh, at, um, forgive me, at 80, I'm sorry, 90 years is uh, between the husband and or wife is 62%. The reason why I bring up the husband and or wife is you guys are tied together through marriage. So meaning you could pass along your retirement, your Roth on top of that, to your spouse. You could pass it along to your heirs. So, and, and if you have somebody that's under the age of 59 and if you give them an inherited Roth IRA, they don't have to wait until 59 and a half to start pulling the funds. It is capped off now as of recent 10 years. So your heirs have up until 10 years to utilize those funds the right way and invest it the right way. Risk, <clears throat> what are we all here for? There's two different ways I could look at risk. We're all here to educate ourselves, right? Through education, you take educated, calculated what? Risks. That's the name of the game. But if you have a 401k, a 403b, a 40 whatever it is, for, you know, 406, uh, TSP, it doesn't matter what it is with your current employer or a QRP, <clears throat> who's taking all of the risk? Is it your employer or is it you? Because you can't touch it. That's the problem. That's why I get pissed off. And that's why I swear. And I think that it's not fair to someone at the age of 55 years old or 50, 55 or approaching retirement that if there's a market correction coming that he loses 20, potentially 20 or 25% of their portfolio. Guess what? He can't retire anymore. And that's why annuities actually, there was a big jump with annuities is because people shifted their money over. They just figured, why, uh, why take the risk? Why take the chance? Another option and this is a tip, is if you're approaching retirement and you're almost of the age of 59, it might be okay to walk up to your HR department and ask them. It doesn't hurt to ask. If you don't ask, you'll never know. Ask them, can I pull out these funds? Is it okay? Can I take a portion? Just ask. Do me a favor. Do it for me. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for me. Which leads into, you know, a broker, an advisor, an advisor. Listen, I don't have anything against a fiduciary, a broker. I think they're fantastic if they're working in your best interest for real. These guys do not like to deal with self-directed IRA companies. They think it's a nuisance. If they can't handle it without a keystroke, 
Do you think any registered investment advisor or, or broker wants to deal with the paperwork of, let's say, buying a house on 123 Green Street? No, it's a pain in their ass. That's the truth. So always understand that they also have to make a living. There's always these percentages that are tied in. It makes life a lot easier for them if they deal with the hidden fees versus the fully you know, disclosed fees that the self-directed world offers you or says to you out loud. What are some of these hidden fees that you guys don't, that, that, that nobody seems to understand? And every single time I speak to a, a potential investor, when was the last time you looked at your statement, your 401k statement with your current employer? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember the last time I looked at it. You might want to. These fees tack up. Even though they're point, you know, 10 basis points, 20 basis points, there are transactional fees, 12 one, uh, sorry, 12B1 marketing fees, uh, little small brokerage fees, expense ratio fees. They typically tack up to be about 20%. That's assuming the management fee that your broker or fiduciary is charging you, all right? Think about it this way. <clears throat> For every $100,000 with Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, or TD Ameritrade, they're taking somewhere between 1500 or 3000 from you. For every 100000 you just don't see it because lobbyists are paying billions of dollars to hide these fees within the statements. You'll never see them coming. And do the numbers. Break down the numbers. Take down your old employer's plan or one of your family members' employer's plans and break down the numbers. I have. And they're, and they're staggering because every year that goes by, the more money you make, the more money they make. They're taking a third of what you make within like a 10 to 15 year span, depending on how much you're contributing and whatnot. Which then this is again, one of the reasons why, why traditional brokerage firms hate IRA club, hate self-directed IRA co companies. Our fees are flat based. There are no hidden fees. It's $175 to become a member of IRA club and for each asset is 125. Asset meaning the investment that you're doing. So you're talking about $300 compared to potentially thousands. Their motto, control. Our motto, take back the control. That's why you guys are all here. To look and create, and that's why, forgive me, Dutch and his team's here, is to open up doors and opportunities for you guys. The only thing I can't do is choose the investment for the investor. That is the only thing I can't do. I believe in the product of Rad Diversified so much, and because of what I've seen from our own members, and because it is such a solid Reg A product, that we waive the 175 annual fee if you do to diversify with Rad Diversify. That's how much I care, truly. And if you think I'm in it for the money, it's $125 a year. Do you think I care about $125? Our business is built on volume. I just told you we have 12,000 IRA club members. Do the math. Okay, we're trying to pass it along to you. $125 is nothing compared to the thousands that they take away from you. And I will also mention this. Many of you in this room may have self-directed IRA funds with another self-directed IRA custodian or trust company or full administrator. I want to be honest and upfront and clear. I have nothing against these companies. There's too much money in retirement accounts. There's $32 trillion, 14 of which are in IRA accounts. Only 3% of it's self-directed. I want to be able to give you guys the opportunity to look at the alternative space with Rad because I do personally, although I cannot vet the product, I cannot tell you to invest, listen to our IRA club members. Don't listen to me. That's how I found Rad. So, Tips, tricks, and strategies. I'll make this real quick. <laughs> Backdoor Roth. Every single one of you should open up a Roth IRA, if you can. Every single person here qualifies for a Roth IRA. Don't listen to anybody. It's called the Backdoor Roth. Okay? Everybody, Ways and Means Committee, my God, when they, when, when they, 
I don't know if anybody read this thing. It's 880 pages. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at Congress for this one, okay? Because they have to come up with three and a half trillion dollars. They have to. They have no choice. Otherwise, inflation would just keep going up and up and up. But the backdoor Roth, they just change it to 115,000, caps it off. You, can inv- uh, you cannot uh, contribute to a Roth. That's not true. I make well over 115. I contribute every year to a Roth IRA through a backdoor Roth. Okay? And one thing to mention, the Ways and Means Committee basically is capping off anybody who makes over 400000 that they cannot do a, a, a backdoor Roth, right? The reason why that is is because of one person and one person only, Peter Thiel. Because this jerk, I'm going to be polite, this jerk flaunts his money, okay? He invested inside PayPal, uh, please forgive me, PayPal, Facebook, it, with his Roth IRA when it first came out. And it, his Roth IRA is $5 billion, the largest ever. He didn't do anything wrong. He self-directed it. He did everything the right, did everything the right way. So you can't knock him. But this is political. And it's also because of the Fidelities, Vanguard, Schwab's, and TDs of the world. Guess what? They're scared. They're scared of IRA club, equity trust, self-directed IRA companies, because of people like me that educate people like you on what? Opportunity. Open doors for opportunity. Roth conversions. I'm going to go back to the Roth conversion a split second, uh, only because I mentioned that there would be no longer a way to invest in the mega backdoor Roth because of the Peter Thiels of the world, and also because Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, and TD hire lobbyists to write these articles about self-direction. We read them day in and day out. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rad Podcast. Oh my God, don't do this. Don't do it. It's too risky. I think the stock market's riskier right now. Me personally. So, would you rather lose 20% or 15 or, I don't know, 10%? Nobody knows the future. And then on top of that, lose another 7% on the back end, which I think is more like 10%. I'll leave that up to you. So the mega backdoor Roth, the reason why I bring up the Roth conversion is you can still convert those funds to a Roth. You could still convert those funds to a Roth. How do you do so? Uh, I'm sorry, you could still contribute like a backdoor Roth. So the reason why I bring that up, and I'm sorry that just sounded a little bit confusing. Even if you contribute, let's say we, IRA Club opens up a traditional IRA, you make over $400,000 a year, and you contribute, let's just say 7000 Who cares? That's the number. At the end of the fiscal year, you could just convert it. That's the loophole behind it. It's like, who cares? You could still contribute to a Roth, and people are freaking out about it. We received over 300 phone calls about this specific topic. The other topic that we quickly talked about was, oh my God, they're capping off the Roth IRA at 10 million. I just told you that 1.4 million people only have a million dollars or more. Get to a million first. Jesus Christ. The other funny thing that I find absolutely hilarious, and I'm not sure if anybody knows this, do you know how many $10 million Roth IRA accounts there are in the country? Anybody take a guess? 500. There are only 500 out of 60 plus million IRA accounts. 5 million is roughly about 2,500. Get to a million. Then, then you could go ahead and do an uproar. But a lot of these of what you've heard about the Ways and Means Committee's proposals for retirement accounts, okay, are not going to pass I just told you the Treasury Department will not allow it. There's too much money being lost. People need to contribute to their retirement accounts. That's where all of America's wealth is sitting in within retirement accounts. A big chunk of it outside of real estate and whatnot. But that's one of the reasons why. Is they'll never let it happen. Not to mention all your congressmen have IRAs. And they all self-direct. And all of them have million dollars now. 
So it's not going to happen. Partnering. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have already heard about partnering, but that's one of the most powerful tools. Partnering your retirement accounts to make larger purchases. Husband, wife, friends, get your family, get your kids involved with you. Which brings you up to minor accounts. My daughter. She turns one the day after tomorrow. And I took my time, because I do believe in Rad, their team, who they are. By the way, I missed two flights because of a snowstorm. Uh, yeah, we got about 12 minutes. Oh my God, I'm not even sure if I'm making it back, and I might miss it. But she is the youngest IRA club member at 27 days old. 27 days old. Isn't this about family, about legacy, about the tribe? that once you pass along that you want to be able to take care of somebody like Ava Marie Fakori. If I was to contribute $6,000 from the day that she was born, which I did, and I was to put a simple $100, at current age one, age to retirement, because that's when she could actually pull out the funds, let's be conservative, say 10%. That's... $5.3 million that the United States government can't touch a cent. Every single person here, please, not for me, for your kids. Anybody here have kids? Show of hands. Anybody here have grandkids? Start an IRA account for them, or Roth in particular. Do what I do. I contribute from Amanda Enterprises, my company. I take 10500 I contribute to her, 6000 of it to her IRA. The rest goes to daycare, the tax break for Amanda Enterprises. And then I use her funds to invest tax-free to triple tax savings. So if any of you have companies, this is a strategy, a tip that you could do. Okay. Yep. Yep. So... When you do this, such as myself, go follow Ava Marie Fakori on Instagram. She's a model. She models at one of my wine bars. <laughs> Not even a year old. Not even a year old. But she's been endorsed by companies, believe it or not, on Instagram. Just make sure it's age appropriate for crying out loud. I'm not going to put my daughter as pouring wine, as a sommelier at one of my wine bars. Even though she likes to follow her dad's footsteps, I actually am a psalm by trait. Um, I love wine. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is that's $70,000 that I put at $100. That's the, that's the investment that I made for my daughter's future, $70,000. Everybody get started and do that. Don't even waste your time. Don't ask me questions. It's $125 a year. $10 a month, a little over. Imagine if I put in the full 6000 Six, I capped it off at six every single year. 10%, same numbers. I don't know if you guys could read that, but that says nine, almost $20 million. And here's the thing. You don't have to do that. Just do something. And the earlier you start, the better it is for you. Because the later you start, those numbers drastically change. There's actually a great book, um, actually an article. Uh, uh, Jesus, my mind just went blank. His first name's uh, Robert, not Robert Kawasaki. The other um, anyways, let me get back to If anybody wants, come talk to me about it. But he shows the difference of when somebody starts at the age of 16 years old or 18 years old, I believe, until 24. And all they're doing is $2,000 versus if he starts it at 24. And the one person stopped investing at 24, the 2000 And that person that started... At, eight, at 16, beat the person's number because he started earlier, a whole six years earlier. Anyways, that's Ava Marie's future. She better remember, Dad. And by the way, <laughs> I'm never going to tell her about it. It's going to be in my will. Okay, it'll be in my trust. That'll be like the day I die. Uh, by the way, I left you this. I'll never let her know that she has it. Neither will my wife, because I'll kill her. 
Um, so, which brings me, honestly, to the process. I told you, opening and funding and investing, that's it in three simple steps. Truthfully, opening, funding, investing. Opening an account you could do online. You go to iraclub.org, open an account. It takes eight minutes of your time. The only three things that you're going to need is your driver's license, earned income, okay? Can't be passive. It has to be earned. And then lastly, your social security number. Did I see a couple of guys looking at their wives going, do we have all this stuff? It's funny. Um, funding. The reason why Rad Diversified deals with IRA Club is for this reason alone. This right here. Do you think Rad Diversified, do you think Gretchen, you think Taylor, you think any one of those team members back there want to go deal with getting the funds for you? An IRA to IRA transfer? Absolutely not. Gretchen, I don't mean to throw you underneath the bus. I, I flew out to, to meet my family that have a summer house because they can't stand Chicago weather. I'm uh, sorry, uh, winter birds, and they bought a house in Southern Cal, Dana Point. And I said, since I'm there, do you mind if I come visit you? And I had a full-blown conversation because one of the things that you said to me, like Jesus, another self-directed IRA company, talking about customer service, talking about, you know, how great they are and blah, 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 and tooting our own horn. And what it, in your own words, you've worked with me for about a year. How have you, I said, what did I say to you? He said, give me a shot. That's what I said to you. Give our company a shot. How's it been so far? I was just doing that so I get some water. That's why I'm feeling a little dehydrated. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. <laughs> so that's it. That's the reason why registered investment advisors love us. They don't want to deal with it. We do the work for them. We have about 1,000 registered investment advisors that deal with us. Rad Diversified deals with us for that reason alone. Investing is the last process. That's the only thing I can't do for you. It's the only thing I can't do for you, okay? And it's done within 24 hours, as she told you. The only tedious part is when we're doing an IRA to IRA transfer, a contribution, pensions, annuities, those are the things that I could do for you. The only thing I can't do for you is a 401k, an old employer's plan. They will not talk to me. They will never talk to a self-directed IRA company for that reason alone because it's not mine. It's yours, and they'll only speak to you. Everything else I could do for you. The investing process, she told you, takes 24 hours. The transfer of funds, Traditionally, that takes and other custodians anywhere between 10 to 20 days, depending on who you're dealing with. We cut that time by a third because our system is based on a true system. Uh, uh, I'm sorry for saying this, checks and balances. Every single person here has an IRA club specialist. We're not a call center. You call, you get the receptionist, and you ask to speak to your client care member. Your IRA club specialist, better yet. They'll walk you. Any questions you have, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Lastly, because we do this special offer for Rad Diversified, www.iraclub.org. Everybody write this down, forward slash partner, forward slash rad. To get the promo code for 125, just put in rad. There's also something on the bottom called the investor's kit. I could sit here for hours talking about self-direction and things that you can and can't invest in. It takes you through the whole process. From A to Z, it's 21 plus videos. It's an actual course curriculum that I created for the simple fact that I can't do this anymore until Mr. Dutch Mendenhall gave me this great opportunity. So uh, if anybody wants to talk about that, I'm right outside the doors to the left. I'm more than happy to provide that for you. Contact IRA Club. You could also have a quick picture of that if anyone's interested in getting started. You're more than welcome to reach out to me personally or you could go to the actual website on the top right side. You could schedule a call with any one of our, the heads of our departments. Everybody outside of Dennis Blitz, you have no shot at getting a hold of him. Um, even I can't get a hold of him. Um, 
But in a nutshell, I hope this was very educational. That's what we're here for, right? That's what this whole inner circle, this tribe, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. Thank you, guys. Very good. Good. You know, we have time. We we can take like we can take like two, like two or three questions. So I will just throw the mic across the room to Jeff, and he'll catch it. We'll take two or three questions. I know he can hear you, but the room people. I can hear you. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. There you go. It's only to understand that if you already have something through like Millennial Trust or Equity, can that then be transferred so we don't have to deal with them anymore into this? Yes. I will, I w yes, you can. Um, there is a, a, a little bit of a process because you have to reformat the, the investment docs from uh, Millennium Trust or Equity Trust over to the IRA club. It will cost you a little bit of money, but I know what Millennium Trust is charging you, and you're shaking your head, <laughs> and when you look at 125, you'll get your money back within the first year. I don't, I don't, I'm not, listen, I will never tell you anybody else's fees there, let me repeat this to you again. There's nobody in the industry that is going to beat 125. Dutch knows that. Nobody. Per year, by the way. What, if you switch over to another investment company, that fee changes, though, to 175 plus the 125 asset because the paperwork is double for our company. Okay, so on the 125 portion of it, that's for each investment. So if you, during let's say three JVs with them. And is is it going within the same fund? No, for each account. So you, you have different oh, I'm so sorry, the JV, please forgive me. I'm yeah. so sorry, I misunderstood that. Yes, it's per 125 per. Okay, and then what about inherited IRAs? Can you do that also? No, it's a little bit different because the paperwork's a little bit different. So you can't do inherited IRAs? No, no, we do inherit it. We, you can do them? Solo 401ks, HSAs, uh, IRAs, SEP, uh, and simple IRAs, Coverdell plans, and the famous checkbook IRA that not sure how many of you guys have over here. Yes, we do all we do everything that's self-directed related. I know you're shaking your head. There's like, what's wrong? Something's too good to be true. Gretchen said the same thing to me when I spoke to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're smiling. I know you are. For me, it wasn't like my only question was to him was speed, right? Because we had my frustration for my investors was just that sometimes they were getting stuck so it would take sometimes it was three weeks sometimes I don't, I don't know Gretchen can probably tell you the worst but we I think we had one that was six months where people were trying to get their own money and they just couldn't you know invest it and you know the the the, the non-alternative you know accepting IRAs that are out there you know that are just traditional and you're trying to transfer your money over to an IRA so you can have control of your own money I mean like that's always my thing with inner circle members I'm like it's your money Right. Because I know sometimes people will be like they'll feel guilty if they want to do a withdrawal. Right. Like literally I've had, you know, investors like they're trying to withdraw, you know, a little bit of money for like I always put aside extra cash during Christmas time. Right. Because I know that there's a certain amount of investors either in the re or in a circle that might, you know, they're just going to ask for a little bit of extra during Christmas. Right. And so I always set that aside. And like sometimes people feel guilty. I'm like, no, it's your money. Right. As an mm -hmm. inner circle joint venture or as a, a read investor, I'm a custodian, right? Not in his sense of a custodian, but I have a responsibility, fiduciary responsibility, it's your money. And I, and when you need access to it, I want to do my best to be able to provide that. And so my frustration was with, through the IRAs, people weren't getting access to it and they weren't getting access to their own money. And so that's where for me, like, I really, I really like that part of it. It's to add on to his point. I want you to remember, I come from the hospitality world. I live, eat and breathe customer service for 20 plus years. I only just bought that over to the IRA club. That was the difference. My wife, Vanessa Neely, has put the infrastructure together and I just bought the customer service aspect of it. Because to Dutch's point, he hates the fact that his inner circle is reaching out to him going, what's wrong with this company? Why can't I get a hold of my retirement funds? What do I need to do? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. My apologies. I didn't realize there was somebody waiting. All right. Uh, thanks. So you all do solo 401ks also? Yes, sir. It is not 125, though. Okay. Well, I understand. <laughs> uh, my understanding is, though, that the IRS has started targeting solo 
or uh, self-directed IRAs that deal in real estate. And if you, if you do one invalid transaction, that invalidates a whole uh, self-directed IRA, whereas a solo 401k, it only invalidates that one. Okay. So my question is, why would the solo 401k not be a better tool because you don't have nowhere near as much risk if you do an invalid transaction? You're 100% right. The solo 401k is more powerful than the IRA. But how many people in this room qualify for a solo 401k? There's only four ways you could qualify for a solo 401k. If you're a sole proprietor of an LLC, you work for yourself, for example, like an Uber driver, you're the only person that works for your company in S-Corp and or C-Corp. That's it. That's the only way. If anybody in this room qualifies for a solo 401k, that is what I'm doing for you. What's the fourth one? You, s you gave us three. No. If you're a self-employed, a sole proprietor of an LLC, so like an Uber driver is not going to have an LLC, and then a C-Corp and or S-Corp if you're the only person, you and or your wife. You can't have any employees if you have a C-Corp and or S-Corp to qualify for a solo 401k. You can have part-time employees, but only up to 500 hours for the entire year, which means you're going to have to hire a hell of a lot of self-employees. I mean, sorry, it's part-time employees. Please forgive me. Part-time employees. Okay, and then the other, the other answer to your question um, uh, real quickly was... Uh, you talked about the IRS, okay? Do you know in four years how many times the IRS has audited IRA accounts as a whole? 26,000 in four years. That's like 0.003%. Now, that's a different story. It's about 150,000, which is still not that much. I will tell you this, the IRS doesn't even have an audits division for IRA accounts. They do have one for the solo 401k. That's because you can contribute more. Remember, I told you this, IRS does not care about retirement funds. There's, it's, it's, it's a waste of their time because they know at some point they're going to get their money. It's a joke to them. Why would they? And here's the funny thing is, most of them don't even understand what a self-directed IRA is. My sister's uh, husband, my brother-in-law's brother, is an IRS agent. I talked to him about solo, uh, sorry, solo 401ks and self-directed He's like, what? CPAs, 50% of them don't understand them. Broker, brokers, fiduciaries don't really understand them. You guys probably know more about self-directing today than most professionals. So, uh, don't worry about getting audited. And do you know how many times the IRA club has been audited in 15 years? Zero. And here's the reason why, two reasons. One, Dennis Blitz, president of IRA club, very well respected in our industry. He's the author of 14 books. Uh, um, a lot of it deals with security, uh, security uh, uh, tax codes, security rules and regulations. In fact, uh, most people don't know this about Dennis. His publishing company actually wrote the text and the test for your series 3, 6, 7, and 24. His publishing company sold it to the Washington Post for $34 million, decided to retire for a little bit, and then started doing this amongst his friends, little inner circles where he would bring just group of investors, savvy investors, to talk about this kind of stuff, the Dutch, me, the team, Rad and the rest of the educators in their respected fields. That's the uh, point of, of um, I mean, sorry, that's how the IRA club came to fruition. It was a club, and he just named it there. He just named it, I'm sorry, IRA club. Oh, sorry, please. No, no worries. <clears throat> no, Dutch, you, you mentioned that we should have access to our money, and uh, it just I'm trying to move my equity trust fund over to uh, IRA club. Yeah, and they're not. It's uh, there's some red tape involved that Gretchen didn't know about, and uh, it, we're going through some things right now. And I come to find out just last week, now I get a, a bill from Equity Trust for seven hundred dollars for my annual my annual fee. So, um, not that's not that's not one twenty five either. So I'm not real happy with Equity Trust right now. But it's taken like almost a month and a half, and we're still not there yet. Equ Equity Trust has shifted their model, completely shifted their model. 
And what do I mean when I say that? They're actually now a brokerage firm. You could actually just see the difference between Fidelity, Vanguard, Equity Trust, the rest of these companies is the IRA club, uh, they only allow you to invest within stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. We allow you to do that and the alternative space, crypto, land, whatever it is that you want. I just did. I just opened up crypto, and now that's the next point that I'm going to need some help with. But you guys are great. Thank you. I'm shy. So let's give Ramas a big hand. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you for listening to the Rad Podcast, an exploration of wealth. For more information, please visit our website, www.raddiversified.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. 